All right, so this morning, wake woke up and uh, I was like going to do a bit of uh, scripting, and I had a issue. I needed to code something, and I was like, uh, okay, how can I do that? I need certain commands. Uh, I need why why shouldn't I test uh, count maybe as a, for example? No, that doesn't work. Tried for each. No, that doesn't work. And then I had to go to to the shower because I had this recording to do with with some certain people uh, on the show. Uh, and, and I was in the shower and, and thinking about it. And uh, I was like, for fuck's sake, I didn't try select. Came back, tried select, and it worked. I was so pleased. Hey, this is Radio Arma. You're now with us for a 27th episode. Cyrus, are you here with me? Yes. I should oh, be more excited after that long, shouldn't I? Yeah, you should. Thank you. And and uh, we are here to talk about uh, Arma scripting in SQF. So hi everyone, welcome back to Radio Arma. Uh, we are very pleased to uh, welcome uh, three uh, special hosts, uh, special guests. Uh, sorry, uh, today uh, with Cyrus uh, on 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 this show to talk about um, a community asked uh, topic. Uh, basically, uh, you guys wanted to know about scripting uh, in Arma three. You wanted to know how where how and where and 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 when to start uh scripting uh what are the best practices what to learn where to find the info that kind of thing so today that's going to be the main topic uh we'll be covering uh all sorts of things uh we'll be presenting to hosts uh we'll have a topic about um well do you need to be a, a dev an actual dev in real life to be a to be scripting in arma um We'll be covering uh, the scripting software, the IDE, uh, where to start uh, the local, global, and server environments, uh, the wiki, obviously, the wiki page uh, on Bohemian Interactive website, uh, testing, so how to test uh, the different um, things you can script in Arma, so the UI, uh, FSM, co-op, uh, single player, PVP, all that kind of thing. Uh, optimization, uh, how do you optimize and grow skill? I mean, how do you optimize your your, uh, your scripts? Uh, how to publish your, your obviously, your work, your scripts, uh, how to share also, uh, and, uh, and where to share uh, information and your work. Uh, and obviously, we'll be closing this amazing podcast. So, Cyrus, are you there? Yes, yes, I am. Hello. Amazing. Hello. So we're, we'll be uh, introducing uh, uh, one by one our guests, uh, starting by Lou Montana. How are you doing, bro? He's doing very well. He's doing he's... so well that he's speechless. Speechless. Lou, whoopsie. There? <laughs> Hello there. He, he took vacations. Already. Do you hear me? 
Yes, we can hear you. Yes, I just put okay. my my microphone off for your introduction, so I wouldn't uh, spoil it with any dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Okay, so uh, first the information about you will be uh, asking you guys a lot of questions about you, your background. Why are you here? Basically, why did we invite you to to this show? Um, so, how old are you? First. Um, I am 33, and I am actually going uh, for OnePlus uh, next year, nice. so it will be 34. Haha. <laughs> when did Ooh, when did you pick up Armor? Uh, back in when it was not named uh, Armor, it was uh, Operation Flashpoint back in time, and um, uh, it was on the installed on the computer on a friend's computer. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the game. I started it. It was nice. I died a lot. And then I found, oh, what's this editor? And as soon as I saw I could create my own scenarios, my own uh, stuff, I kind of was hooked, even if I didn't realize it uh, on, the, on the moment. Nice. Amazing. So for how long have you been uh, in, in the ARMA community? When did you connect with, uh, with other people? Uh... I don't exactly know. I would say in the Arma 1 era, I made some scripts that I released. And then uh, Q, uh, the, a user of um, of the Skype uh, Arma channel, mm -hmm. uh, he invited me to, to join the, the discussion group. And then from there, I, I participated in discussion, jokes, and then the wiki for more and more. Amazing. Yeah, so, so that's something we need to mention. Uh, we have a few hosts here uh, and Lou Montana here is uh, one. He, well, he's extremely active on, on social uh, networks as, for, for example, Discord and the Bohemian Interactive Forum. Are you on the forum? Yeah, you are. I saw you a few times. I am on the forum since 2003, but I'm, I'm totally not active there. Okay, and um, and more importantly, you're one of the uh, testers and, and reviewers of the Bohemian Interactive Wiki. Uh, it's the same for, for Revo, but we'll talk about him just after. Um, so you, you've been participating in, in testing commands uh, and providing examples for the community uh, throughout the years. And, um, so one other, one other question for you, uh, when did you get, uh, started with scripting, uh, and why, what actually got you into, well, SQS at the time? Cause it wasn't SQF. Yep. It wasn't, uh, SQS. What got me in there? Well, the, the scenario creation, I was really happy finding commands such as, uh, set boss, uh, add magazine cargo. So basic uh, commands, but wow, I could try and edit, uh, edit the game itself. It was the, the sandbox that was revealing to me. Nice. Can you give us um, a few examples of your, um, of your resume? I mean, can, can you give us a, uh, more information about what you've been publishing out there, what what have you been working on, major thing, not all of them, because obviously you've been out there for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making me feel uh, a bit older than I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um, 
regarding what I published, mostly missions when the Steam Workshop wasn't a thing. So I hosted them uh, or sent them by email or whatever way I had at uh, at that point. Oh, wow. So so now you you said you said don't make me feel like I'm old, but now you're you're explicitly giving me the the uh, arguments to say you're old. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but at least he wasn't sending them in the mail. Yeah. When they were less than Amiga, yes, they could uh, stay on a floppy disk. And now I'm old. Okay. <laughs> uh, as for, yes, some In Armour 3, for example, what did you work on in Armour 3? Uh, I released a couple of missions in the Steam Workshop. Mm -hmm. I used to create scripts, but mostly for the proof of concept. Like uh, I'm, I'm able to create something, or I have the idea. Is it possible? And then I create it, and then it runs oh. on my hard drive. Nice. Okay. So you never publish it to 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 the internet. Um. Well, sometimes rarely. when I. Rarely. If I have okay. a good concept and it ends up in one of my missions and the mission gets published, then I'm it's published. Okay, cool. So, um uh, the question where were where were we uh, in in the plan? Yes, yeah, so um when was your so that's actually a, a user-made question, um user suggested question. When was your oh my god, I got this? moment you know like it clicked in your head and you understood what you were trying to do for like five days before you know i think i i think i uh, answered that uh oh sorry in my head no 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 no, no. I oh mean, in your uh, head okay in my head i i i i had a couple of uh, moments like that it was the multiplayer locality because for mm -hmm. a long time i was mm -hmm. a single player dev and the day i had it i said no, it can't be that simple. And I tried and, oh, okay, it's that. Oh, it's that. And it's that. And, okay, I figured it out. It's great. And the second one I can remember was the conversation system, the new one that was introduced with uh, Arma oh, 2. Oh, yeah. And mm. we've talked about this before. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a handful. Yes, I was quite frustrated because I knew quite a lot of commands and I couldn't figure out how to use them. And I decided for, I think, two weeks to read all the, the wiki and the forums had to offer and ended up uh, writing a tutorial for the wiki once I, f I was sure I figured it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so for the listeners, um, I've, I've used the, the new conversation um, system uh, recently in Arma, uh, and I had an extremely hard time learning it. And uh, if you're in the same situation as I was at the time, uh, Lou Montana was the guy that uh, helped me. So if you have any questions, ping him on, on Discord. Um, go ahead, Cyrus. I had, you had some questions. I had some questions, did I? Yeah, you highlight them. Oh, do I? Oh, you oh I, was them. Just, I, was, I was just looking at the, the next <laughs> one ahead, up, but Go I guess ahead. I'll ask you. Go ahead. So what's your favorite, um, what's your favorite element of coding, Lou? Uh, what, what, what do you enjoy the most? Like, do you enjoy finding bugs or like refining uh... <laughs> your code, optimizing? Or what, what's your favorite thing to do with your code? I'd say as every developer, finding a bug is not great, but solving it <laughs> is. <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. a bit when the challenge arises, uh, then you you have no issue, no no other solution but to fix it. And when you fix it, you you feel satisfied. And there's also the the proof of concept uh, stuff. As I have an idea, could it work? 
ah, I made it working. Ah, it's only single player. Let's make it MP, and then it works or not. And you, it's fidgeting. It's trying, uh, failing. Mm. It's a bit of science, armor science, I would call. <laughs> yeah, tricky yeah, that, science. That, that's a good. Uh, that's a good analogy, actually. I like that. <laughs> so, what what project are you currently working on, Lou? Uh, the wiki mostly and SQF related, uh, known at the moment. None at the moment. Okay. So if you you guys have uh, are needing help, go and go and trigger Lou on some very complicated matters. He'll be uh, working his ass over on on Arma and trying to fix uh, or find a solution to it. I didn't uh, sign for this. <laughs> <laughs> So now we'll be. Uh, it, it's time to present uh, our second guest, which is uh, Polpox. How are you doing, man? Hi, dear. So Have you nice are day. Japanese, is that it? Yep. So uh, obviously, listeners will be excusing you for uh, for uh, for for your English, even though we have had experience with your English. It's perfectly fine. So no no stress at all. Uh, we're we're <laughs> extremely excited to uh, learn more about you because you're a, an actual in uh, in Arma Three uh, right now at the moment, uh, an extremely active person, especially on on the uh, on the workshop and on uh, on Twitter. You're posting a lot of amazing. Uh, mods and scripts uh, and we'll be uh, Twitter a lot yeah we'll, we'll be we'll be knowing more about that in a, in a minute so how old are you Paul Pox? Uh I'm 20 and we'll be 21 in couple weeks um, I mean couple months nice amazing so when did you pick up Arma well uh, actually the first Arma game was uh, Operation Flashpoint as well as others but it was demo and about 2010 or 9 somewhere mm -hmm. around there and actually enjoyed that demo version with that amazing very few okay. mission missions uh, ambush cool. actually okay and so for how long have you been in in have you connected with the community when when did you first interact with i don't know twitter or discord or the forum uh well my friend told me uh about the thing Arma to Free and that was two thousand twelve. Mm -hmm. It was two thousand twelve and Yeah, that was the actually that was the first okay. one. Nice. Okay, cool. Uh so did you so can you go through a few of your biggest mods? Uh, that you've been publishing recently, uh, so that people can like connect between your your name and and what you've produced recently. <laughs> yeah, uh, Popox Artwork Supporter is the best example of my scripting, probably. Okay, the Artwork Supporter. Yeah, we've seen that. Mm, That's I've, uh, been, I've been playing with that. A huge thing for people that uh, basically take. Uh, artwork and and create artwork in armor yeah what else what else um what else uh bro, that's kind of unexpected question <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, he's, what's, he's only got the one no project. i mean i mean what other mods have you been publishing and what other scripts for example recently have you been publishing yeah most of the thing things are very small and quiet things, but 
probably my fans should uh, look at Popox base functions at the base function uh, base mod of the artwork supporter. Uh, mm -hmm. That was so that's that's my... a mod that you have uh, that uh, regroups all the functions for all of your mods. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, nice. Kind of uh, common functions. So, for example, listeners, if if you're still wondering who is Palpox and what does he does, what does he do? Sorry, uh, Palpox. What does he does? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, he's he's uh, basically <laughs> the the kind of genius that uh, creates a mod, and then that's not enough. So he'll extract all the all the functions that he uses. He'll put that in a separate mod, and uh, he'll use that mod as a base for all of his future mods. He's he's completely crazy, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so so Paul Pox, can you can you give us um, like an example of uh, a project that you're working on right now? Right now, um, well, not actually. Is uh, this is the one like so uh, the artwork supporter? You mean? Yeah, uh, art. Of course, I'm working on expanding artwork supporter as mm -hmm. well. But uh, currently, I'm working on the tutorial video of the artwork supporter. So not much is so the tutorial. Okay, we we got that. Yeah, and so yeah. you're not working on this specific specific um, project right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, so currently, I'm not much is big. Not much. There's a big project. Okay, I see. Uh, we know that you've been working. Obviously, you're under NDA, so you won't be able to say anything. Uh, you've been working <laughs> on a creator DLC recently. Is that it? Uh, I mean, no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. We'll die if we know. Is that it? <laughs> okay, so let's say no comment. Okay, no comment. Got it. All right. Okay. Uh, so, so uh, now we've got our third and last uh, guest, which is called Revo, Revo, whatever. How do you want us to pronounce it? Yeah, it's Revo a, is fine. Revo is okay. Cool. I've so you're German? Revo all day. I'm German, yeah. Nice to meet you. Uh, and you're um, a bit like uh, Lou. Basically, you've been on the, on the wiki for a long time. Yeah, and, for um, years now, right? Yeah, and you've been testing and, and providing examples for the community to uh, to learn from. So, uh, what is currently so so? How old are you? First, sorry. I'm uh, 27 years old, turning 28 next year. Okay, and when did you pick up Arma? I picked up Arma back in uh, when Operation Flashpoint was the uh, you know Damn, was the we've game got three and three uh, oldies. Oh, I'm not that old, yeah. <laughs> just joking, just joking. So, so I picked up Operation Flashpoint as demo from uh, back in the days when uh, you could get demos from uh, PC magazines. Yeah. So oh, wow. I I played the demo demo and um, yeah, bought the bought the the full game basically after that. That's that's cool. And so how and when? Sorry, did you engage with the community for the first time? Uh, when basically Arma 3 was released and back in 2013. Okay, and uh, and uh, what got you started in in, uh, in scripting? Did you start in Arma 3 or had you been starting before that? I actually started in Arma 3 um, basically I think in, in 2014 I was uh, part of a German community and mm -hmm. I wanted to get some custom scenarios going and I couldn't get that uh, you know to work in the editor so I 
you know, looked into scripting and uh, yeah. And you learned it all from scratch and uh, and then became one of uh, one of the big community's uh, helpers. Um, and so uh, so what got you started? What triggered your interest to so you kind of give that away? But what specific project get, get started you into the scripting world? Yeah, well, it was, uh, as I already said, it was a mission for a community and I wanted to have a dynamic mission which spawns mm -hmm. crash sites, which needed to be secured in a certain uh, amount of time. And right. that was uh, getting quite complicated with uh, with triggers and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I looked into scripting in SQF. How could I get, get that working, you know? So that was a, a Milsim community, was that it? Ah, uh, yeah, semi Milsim, you know. Okay, yeah. I see. Um, can you can you give us a few of your biggest projects that you've been publishing uh, these last years uh, that you would be known for? All right. So um, my first script I released was in uh, in conversation script, you know, which could handle subtitles and, and timing of you know timing of subtitles basically. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and other than that, I've released some single player missions on the workshop, and um, yeah, obviously Eden enhanced. Nice, cool. Oh, Eden Enhanced. So you're uh, the creator of that uh, well-used mod. Well, one of the creators. You were a team, is that it? Uh, well, were you on your own? Yeah, I'm mostly on my own, but I got a few guys, you know, working on the translation, um, tra ah, translating cool. it into Chinese and, and stuff like that. Amazing. Um, so what's your what's your favorite element of coding? Yeah, well, certainly not, uh, you know, bug bug finding. <laughs> I'd say um, it's it's you know fixing or getting the script to work, um, the code to work, and then receiving feedback from the community and and you know updating the code, um, you know, according to the feedback. I think that's that's the best part of it. I see, Cyrus. Now, uh, oh, since oh, since you're you're uh, you're also a scripter. Um, I, I suppose that is true. You, yeah. you and me, you and me are also scripters, obviously on a different level, but still. Um, so, what, what, uh, what's the favorite part of scripting that you like? Um, for for me, it is actually the the bug fixing and things like that, I, and optimization. I really like making scripts that don't destroy my frame rate like uh, mm -hmm. the amount of life servers that i've jumped on and been like why is this running at 10 frames per second i've pulled the ah. mission file out looked at all their code and gone wow this is this is awful that's and cool fixed it and sent it to them and when when did you start armor i mean start, Me? start scripting in armor sorry well scripting in armor that's uh geez that would have been a little while after armor 3 came out which was mm -hmm. how long ago was that three or four years ago something like that okay and uh and what what did you start scripting on i mean just single player missions or did you have um, a special objective no so i i joined a milsim unit uh pretty shortly after picking up armor 3 and then started making missions for them and after a while you yeah like 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 revo said you you find that triggers just don't quite cut it and you can do it a lot easier if you just script it all together okay and, yeah, just sort of went from there that's cool. Well, for my part, I've uh, also been in the community since um, since Operation Flashpoint, and the first time I picked up the editor and looked into scripts, I was actually ten years old, and um, and basically, I uh, what I did is I, I was playing Capture the Flag at the time because at the time it was a, it was a 
a huge thing. I mean, there was so much players uh, out there playing capture the flag, all sorts of capture the flag. And um, and so I, I wanted to do my own maps, basically, my own PvP maps. So I started opening uh, other people's scripts and like copying them and trying to understand them and, and trying to, to make them work in my environment. Um, so I was so that was a long time ago. And then uh, so I picked up Arma 3 and uh, and then started doing the same thing on on uh, on capture the flag but obviously on a different level since I wasn't the on the I didn't have the same um, the same age uh, back then uh, so now we've presented everyone I think we'll we'll be uh, asking everyone so Lou Paulbox and Revo what do you guys think uh, do you actually need uh, are you are you guys developers first? Are you guys developers in real life? Palpox first. Uh no, absolutely no. no. You're not. Lou, are you are you a dev? I am now, but uh, when I started, I was not. Okay, so you started Arma. You weren't. Uh, so how how old are you, were you when you started uh, Operation Flashpoint? What is it with my age? Uh, <laughs> Fifteen years old. <laughs> like, stop it. Fifteen years old. Was that it? Uh, something something like, that? like that. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So did that? Did that kind of trigger a, a passion for you and and turn that into a a job? It's the interactivity that uh, I like. So I started with SQS and then mm -hmm. PHP, <laughs> yeah. which is quite a, a dark time of my uh, of my life. Uh, the <laughs> PHP, <laughs> and then uh, yes, and then SQF, and then after that, uh, where I am now, meaning um, C sharp uh, and everything else. So we we could say that Arma helped a bit trigger my interest and make the interaction between man and machine, uh, mm -hmm. okay. man, between man and machine um, faster in a way. Like like it's not a big uh, learning curve to to start something. I see. Okay. And uh, what about you, Revo? Uh, I'm certainly not a developer. No. Okay. So you're not a developer in real life. So that's going to be uh, one of our, our first topics here on, on this podcast. Um, do you actually need to be a dev to be a, to be a scripter in Arma? Um, Cyrus, I think the answer is no. Basically, I'm not, a, I'm not a dev. Are you a dev, Cyrus? Technically, no, but I have studied to be one. My, okay. my answer would be you don't have to be one, but it helps. Right. Okay. But obviously, our, our, we ch we have three guests and only one is a dev uh, on on the three, so I think we can say no. Uh, honestly, um, you don't have to be a dev in real life to to be a, a scripter in Arma Three. It's uh, yes, there's... and you all don't belong here. <laughs> what, User was what, kicked from the channel. What a terrible man! What a terrible <laughs> man! Um, so. So let's start with uh, the scripting software, guys. Uh, what do you use as a scripting software, Lou? Uh, scripting uh, IDE would be a Visual Studio Code with the SQF extensions. Mm -hmm. I used for a long time uh, oh. Notepad++, but now uh, because I use the dark theme and the SQF uh, plugin only supports the light theme and I try to take care of my eyes. So okay. Visual Studio it is. <laughs> Okay, and uh, what about you, Paul Pox? I'm 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 using Notepad Plus Plus currently. Oh, you're you're old school. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Revo? Um. Oh, I've I've used so many. I'm 
currently um, using Visual Studio Code with C++ extension and SQF language and SQF wiki extension. Okay. I personally use uh, the Poseidon tools. Uh, Poseidon oh, tools. Is, I've uh, used those for quite some years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those, those are completely amazing. We'll we'll tell you more about the differences of of each and one of them uh, just after. Um, Luke, can you can you tell us why you're using that and why would you recommend that specific uh, tool to to users trying to start and to starting developing? Well. Uh... Good thing about Visual Studio Code is that it's free. It's uh, you can change uh, and add plugins for a lot of stuff. And I'm not paid for by Microsoft to say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I like it and I use it at work as well. So it's a uh, same um, same IDE and you have autocomplete. You have uh, all the basic stuff. It's quite uh, complete. I see. Uh, Revo, are you are you uh, in the same same feeling about that? Because uh, you use the same. Yes, I am. Okay, so you you're using for <laughs> <laughs> that was a short uh, response, but okay, you're using it for the same uh, yeah, reasons. Yeah, basically, it it just looks nice. You know, it feels nice. It's easy to install extensions and uh, easy to to write snippets. Um, yeah, that's basically mm -hmm. the main advantages. Does it do debugging for SQF like it does with C++ and stuff like that? Uh, I think there's an extension, but I don't use that. Ah, okay. That's, okay. Kind of, that, that's one plus from uh, Notepad then. Uh, no, uh, Paul Parks, can you tell us why and uh, why you would recommend uh, Notepad++ for, for scripting? Why do well, you use it? Well, uh, actually, I I was used to be a Poseidon user, but mm -hmm. I'm currently using Notepad++ because it's free and lightweight, highly moddable, mm -hmm. and could be dark themed. Uh huh. I see. Yeah, that's that's one thing I must agree. Uh, I'm I'm using Poseidon tools because uh, one of the main features I love about that tool is is basically you can hit F1 when you selected a, a command or a function inside your code, and that will send you directly to the wiki page uh, of Bohemia Interactive. So I love that that's feature cool. and that's could not, really yeah, I could not find that in any other. Uh, so so that was one of my main features, but I completely understand why uh, Polpox is saying that it's uh, it's uh, highly moddable and I mean Notepad++ is is lighter and highly moddable. Is mm. uh, the Poseidon tools has that downside where it's extremely heavy and to open a big code, so with a lot of lines, basically it'll be laggy. It'll take a lot of time. So yeah, oh, that's. That's what I like about plus plus too is that you can uh, if you open up a piece of code it opens up all of your other bits of code that you've had open recently as well and when I'm working on a project and I've got several different scripts yeah but that that's on. that's a feature that all of the uh, all of the IDE have nowadays um, okay. if you if you do that with Visual Studio for example it'll be the same thing. Right. Okay. I haven't encountered that, so maybe you need you need to wrong. test it. What do you use, uh, Cyrus, as an IDE? Notepad plus plus. Oh, really? You are old yeah. school as well. well. Okay. I'm 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 the only person here that likes using light themes, though. I don't know why that is. Oh, I I mean, uh, yeah, you're the only one because I like dark <laughs> themes as well. Um, yeah. It, it. I don't know. It. It's better for you guys, as Lou said. 
I mean, you say that, but I mean, I can I can still see fine. I yeah, see the other side of <laughs> right, my room if I squint. Say if that I to your it. eyes. Say that to your eyes in in uh, in twenty in twenty years or something. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Lou? Uh, if I say it, it's obviously true. <laughs> oh well, in that case, then I'll change. Okay, it s- sorry, Dad. <laughs> uh cyrus you you had a whole topic to bring on the table Why I, don't you I go did with have it? a whole topic and i think it's a good one to start on so where do you guys think people should start if they're thinking about getting into scripting what what kind of scripts do you think people should start with to try and learn how to code in in sqf don't Tana first. run away <laughs> <laughs> i i knew i knew okay, i but... didn't Oh, I picked the wrong <laughs> guest. Shit. <laughs> Lou, for, go for, ahead. for the people who don't run away, though. Uh, for those idiots. For you have chosen the path of suffering. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what would be a good introduction. Uh, well, depending on, obviously, first, your own interests. Uh, you cannot force someone to do, I don't know, conversations or uh, killing someone or creating particles or whatever you do what you want to do if you want to do flowers falling from the sky just create that uh, and second do start uh, easily like in a, in the editor in the in the single player so you don't have to to deal with locality and uh, stuff like that and take the time to check even if you have uh, almost no doubt check the wiki uh, because it often has a little detail that you didn't notice and mm. work from that. You you can assemble very simple commands and have a great effects in game. Paul Parks, what's your input on this? What do you think is the is the best uh, way of starting into into scripting? Do you have examples of scripts or commands that people could could test uh, while learning? Well, I think uh, commands like set path, set there, things like, things that modify some object objects are really visually interested and really easy to test. So examples, okay. basically commands that have an, a visual impact on your game, is that it? Yes. Very, very cool. Yeah, that, that's, that's one of the point. things yeah. that uh, I personally had. Uh, a, a real pleasure in Arma doing basically scripting is being able to see uh, a reaction to what you were actually doing. Because when you're scripting, you're scri- scripting words, uh, numbers, uh, I mean, characters on a screen doesn't really make sense. But when you apply it to something that reacts, as a, for example, the game, it, it, it makes sense. It, it all clicks. I was a hard learner in school and Having an application to what I was learning was amazing. I completely agree with that. Revo, what do you think? Uh, well, you know, um, I think most people start, you know, by by putting like set damage, as we already said, into a trigger and see what happens, and and that's the way you should start. <laughs> if you, you know? cross an area, you die. Is that it? Yeah, something like that, <laughs> right? You know, um, and then most people, I think, start with init dot sqf. Um, you know, just put something in there and let it execute on the uh, on mission start. But I don't think there's, you know, that one script everyone should write first and, and start with. Okay, cool. Um, on on the note of basics too, what do you what do you guys think are things that everyone should know and understand about SQF? Like basic core things, like they could even be like general programming things. To be honest, the wiki. 
<laughs> Everyone should know about the wiki. Read it. There's an introduction uh, to armor scripting uh, article. And basically, we'll be, sh- we'll be sure to put the links in in the description. I'm uh, I'm talking a lot about it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh no, man! We invited you to talk about it, so that's completely fine. <laughs> but yes, I I think there's no 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 one way, as Rivo said. You 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 do what you like, and after that, you when you try something and it doesn't work, then you you learn something new that is wrong. So it could be multiplayer locality or uh, scheduling or anything. And I, I would say each time um, at each uh, moment your your issue, you can eat an elephant, but you have to do it bite by bite. You know, it's um, break wow, it down so in small cool. in small wow. pieces. <laughs> so poetic. B- Buddha, Buddha <laughs> is with us. He's <laughs> oh. not wrong though. No, he he isn't. Um, so what about basic? So basically, the uh, Cyrus's question was. Um, so I think that uh, variables, for example, uh, is one thing to understand. Basic, so that's what he wanted uh, to to say by basics is uh, the scripting logic, the if then else that kind of thing. Uh, the, the so a loop, how to do a loop with a while, for example. But that's just a word in in SQF in SQF. But but the the loop principle, that kind of thing, using variables. Uh, all that. Uh, do you can you think of any other uh, notions, Lou, uh, that could be helpful for newcomers? Yeah, variables, uh, structures, as you said, like loops. Uh, beside that, well, um, exec VM spawn, because spawn allows for some kind of a parallel uh, script. So call and spawn basically are, are oh. commands that uh, enable you, yeah, indeed, to to spawn code uh inside inside a inside an, uh, another code basically or to i make, would rather to, say to outside make this simple yeah outside sorry parallel to it um even if uh, there's no really real parallel in in arma it's always a uh, three milliseconds here three milliseconds there for each script mm. but the yes how how to how to place and present your code as you said uh variables um Eventually, uh, so some code. I wouldn't go up to preprocessor because that's quite advanced and uh, it can be a source of issue more than a, more than a source of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, basically the the basis so the, of the, every the language. SQF structure, for example, learning how to to do an SQF and not uh, do an SQS, for example, the difference between both. Um, so now. We're basically going to cover three different environments, the local one, the global one, and the server one. Uh, That's something that Lou called the locality. Uh, And basically, we're going to ask you three to answer uh, our questions about those three environments. Um, Revo, can you talk about the local environment do you know? Could you could you tell the use the the listeners? Sorry, uh, what exactly is is that the local environment? Well, for me, the local environment is everything that runs on a client and is not transmitted over the network. Um, so basically, yeah. But probably there are some developers out there who will now you know just 
want to kill me. <laughs> it's okay. So we, I mean, you, you cut this, out a bit, but uh, truth be we... told, truth be told, I'm not really um you know familiar with the localities. I I've done that quite a few times, but um I usually stick to to uh, single player missions. Um, so I don't well, know all the the technical aspects of uh... how it works. You know. All right. Well, to put it simple, let's say the local environment would be anything that is not spread over uh, other people. Basically, that it's staying on your machine and staying on your uh, you oh, impacting just you, basically you and your exactly, your, uh, yeah. your surroundings. See anything that is related to you. Uh, Paul Pox, can you give us more information about the global environment? What is that? Global. Well. The things that need to transmit it to everyone on multiplayer session, like someone's equipment. Yeah, probably that's uh, that's part of local, but everything. Well, it's, it's global is, as well, really. Yeah. Uh, because because everyone can see it because everyone can see your equipment so everyone is impacted by that kind of thing is that it yes if uh, equipments are local uh, on someone's computer he's equipping m16 on on the other uh, he's equipping ak64 yeah what? yeah ak uh, that w that was really stupid gaming so the these things that need to be everyone see is global so every yeah, I, information that is spread over the network for everyone to know and see i, I did just realize what he was saying too is uh, that's true equipment is local because if you've ever played on a server that doesn't have keys turned on and someone picks up a, a weapon from a mod you don't have they they just start holding a, a an empty thing, something you won't see. Indeed, mm. Lou, can you talk about the server environment? What is that? Well, basically, the server is just uh, another machine like uh, all of um, all of the others. Just that when it, it says something, the others uh, have to comply. <laughs> let's say <laughs> so. It's not um, exactly a scope in itself. It's a um, it's the authority in the game. Uh, it it was enforced in the in Armor Three because before that in Flashpoint Armor One Armor Two, the the, the notion of server was um, not precise and its authority over other machines was not uh, was as as good as an, any other machine. Okay. Oh, okay. Cyrus. That would have been weird. Kind of. Cyrus. Yeah, Cyrus, you you had a, a bad experience with a with oh, a, a script. Yeah. I know. So can you I, talk I've, about that? I've got a lovely story to sort of explain the difference between local and global, and it's got to do with the marker script. So, uh, back I mentioned before that I, I started scripting as part of a milsim unit, and uh, one of the first missions that I made, I managed to crash the server consistently after about two minutes, um, and it was because I was using so with, with marker scripts for the people listening, there's a local version and there's a global version. And I didn't realize that at the time. I thought there was just the one version and didn't know what that did. But the global version will place a marker on every single player's map for every single player that is running the script. 
And basically, I made a, a just a simple marker script that was meant to place a marker on every single player. But the problem was, it was running globally with the marker placements. So every single player was placing a marker for every single other player, and every other player was receiving every other player's markers that were being sent to them. And basically, after about two minutes, it was just too much data for the network to handle. And you the crashed the network, crash. basically. Congratulations! Yeah. You you made a, a, a real armored script. <laughs> <laughs> that must be an, an achievement. Uh, well, yeah. So yeah, actually, that would be nice. Yeah. Oh, so that's the hidden achievement in Steam. Oh, that, that, that one that it, no yeah. one can guess. You've got to. <laughs> yeah, people, people was, was were looking for it. Well, here it is. Crash a server. Crash a server within two minutes with at least forty people on it. Nehemia, if you're listening, you need to do that. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure they already did. So we're, we're going to enter a huge topic here, the, the wiki. Uh, as you've uh, heard, we've got two, two wiki experts here and, and one extremely good developer that obviously is, is uh, uh, Paul Pox. And you, you've, Paul Pox, used uh, the wiki a lot, haven't you? Yeah, course um, probably the most usable and i spent a lot of time on that so time. learning mm -hmm. learning and reading information about uh, what you were actually using inside your scripts yep so revo and lou uh you decide who's gonna be going first um how how can you so how do you provide corrections? How do you provide testing and examples to to add to the wiki, basically? How 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 come did you get to to do that first? And then how do you do it? Revel first. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I started wiki editing because I, I needed some information and it was missing. Or I figured something out while scripting for myself and I noticed that it's missing on the wiki. Um yeah, so so I ask for an account and uh, yeah started editing hello you go now it's your time back, you back pushed, pushed rabo in the light <laughs> now it's your time uh, internet never forgets uh back in my time uh i could create a, a wiki account uh, by myself and uh, it was before the great uh, bot wave um and the same as rivo actually uh there there were missing stuff and missing information or locality, globality, I didn't know. And then I could figure it out on my own and didn't uh, want to have this knowledge uh, lost in space and time. So I started adding uh, information, details, examples, and here we are. I think one of the best examples of what we're talking about is um, if you go to the page, the wiki page, uh, that's talking about random, the, the command random, if you go scroll down at the bottom, you'll find uh, one or two of Lou's uh, explanations about random. He actually did uh, a, a, a table of statistics uh, about how to use random with certain expressions and certain numbers that's completely amazing and that blew my mind when i was trying to learn uh, uh random how how random works um so lou is that um is that a tool you you 
you in your scripting life will use a lot. Uh, we've been talking about it a lot, so we can guess the, the answer, but why are you using that so much? Uh, why? Because uh, I think it is, and I want it to be, um, the crossroads of knowledge regarding armor, uh, regarding at least a scripting, uh, scripting topic. Um, actually, the wiki is sometimes uh, or often better documented than the in-game uh, in-game uh, help. And I, I think that if I want to know how something works, I only go to one place. That's perfectly clear. Mm. Revo, how about you? Uh, sorry, what, what was the question again? The, the, the question was, uh, why do you use um, the wiki so much? Yeah, well, basically what, what Luis said, you know, the in-game help um, from Arma 3 is basically, um, you know, not usable. And you need to have a place where you can go, where you find, like, everything you need to know. And, uh, yeah, that's why I use it. <laughs> Um, Lou, can you tell us how it's structured? How how does the wiki, how does a wiki page, for example, I don't know, random, I just mentioned, how how is it structured, and and what kind of information can you find in there? I would say no one knows, but uh, I'll, try to be, <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to be a bit, uh, to go a bit deeper into that. Um, a, a command, a, com uh, a command, or an or a function page has a uses a template that is uh, obviously formatting everything for us. And so we start with the with the game and the game version in which the command has been introduced uh, for the first time. Uh, a description of it, uh, mostly the most important points, such as. Um, if there are some syntaxes that should be respected or some uh, unknown, uh, un unwanted ex uh, effects. And then the syntax, how to use it. Examples, how to how to use it, uh, let's say with a, a real life example. And and then the user notes to to, to bring more, more information and uh, provide some kind of a, of a cloud of, uh, of information around this command. Okay, it's it pretty, pretty succinct. Nice. And so, yeah. So basically, you'll you'll find. Uh, I think the most in, uh, the most important uh, part for me was the examples because the syntax is one thing, but uh, syntax is abstract. See what I mean? Um, and uh, examples for me were was a, a lifesaver. I could not understand how to use the syntax. I looked down and usually there's uh, an example for each syntax and you can see how it's used in a different situation. And then that user experience at the end that you talked about uh, is, is completely insane as well because uh, depending on the game you're in, uh, or your, for example, Arma 2, Arma 1, Arma 3, uh, it has a history. The, the command has a history depending on where, when it was created. And uh, yeah. that, that, that history, that user history, that user experience is, is extremely uh, helpful because people have been doing this before you. Basically, if you're trying to do something, uh, usually, apart from if you're trying to reinvent some concept or something, I don't know. But if you're trying to use a command, someone has been using it before you and someone has found bugs before you. Someone has, has hit a wall before you and that user experience is, is just amazing. Um, 
Revo, or maybe, sorry, uh, Polpox, we didn't hear you. Um, so what's the best page in your sense to start uh, learning uh, SQF when, you, when you're on the wiki? Uh, which, which page on the wiki, which command, I don't know, would you suggest uh, looking at first? <laughs> that's a hard one, I know. Yeah, that's a hard one, actually. Hardest one, probably. <laughs> Maybe... Uh, category scripting command armor 3 would... The hey, hey, that's gate. the one I was going to suggest. Yeah. Can you tell us more about that one, uh, Cyrus? Oh, so uh, I'll, I'll pop a district description uh comments there but uh basically it's just every single command yep every uh, single command in, in, in what in armor you mean it, uh, it was more information come on oh, no no that, that that that's the full description of the page it is a okay. full page of every single command in armor so that's basically the summary of the uh of the of the the wiki basically it's a, it's the summary yeah. for armor 3 well you can obviously find that for all the other games but uh for armor 3 there's a summary of all the commands that you can find in in uh the engine commands and the functions mm. i think i don't and my my favorite functions. bit about it is but that yeah. it's uh up the top it's got a bunch of versions and you can oh yeah like when when a new version comes out you can click the version number and provided these so guys are staying on top of that's it, indeed that's indeed part, new things. part of the template uh for each command you can see when the command was was creating uh, created in what game and in one what version of the game that's uh and if obviously it's still in dev you can see that also mm. cool but yeah, that, that's that's the first page you should have, and you should bookmark it immediately because you'll you'll just keep searching for it. Revo, uh, are there any ideas? Uh, sorry, areas, not ideas, uh, of the of the wiki that particularly need um, need reviewing that that lack information. Uh, like all of it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay can you, so, can, you can you give more oof. more information about that so first of all i would like to get to the the question before you know the first page you know someone who would mm -hmm. like to get started with scripting yeah sure, um, go ahead. lou and i and some others have um, overhauled a page and created a page called introduction to armor scripting uh, last year i believe and basically that page gives you a you step-by-step know, by guide how to how to get into scripting it starts with an introduction uh, it it explains some of the basic terms of scripting um, recommended programs what we have talked about earlier um, best practices debugging techniques code optimization mission optimization and further useful links um, and that page is basically the first page someone who wants to get into scripting uh, should read that's amazing yeah, Lou has, has done a great job on that. A read through it now. And and Lou and, and Revo, can you find uh, uh, some? I don't know, maybe FSM. I was thinking about FSM. Would that would that me need more more testing, more information, more user user experience? I mean, to to complete the wiki. Do you have uh, certain areas of that wiki that need uh, you know a bit more exhaustive information? And also for for idiots like me, what's FSM? Well, let's go. Lou, can you tell us what FSM is? 
Yes, and from my off the top of my head, uh, FSM means finite state machine, so it's a kind of um, self-contained script that goes from one state to another, regarding um, depending on its uh, on condition it it uh, it meets. Uh, it's a visual way of coding, one should say, and okay. some form mission flow. It's quite a helpful, uh, same as uh, Arma AI that uses it. Oh, okay. So it's it's got to do with the AI and stuff, and it's okay. It's, I'm, it's, I'm it can be used for a lot of too. stuff. It can be used for a lot of stuff, but mostly for mission flow. Like um, when you you will set a condition that will wait for the players to reach a certain target, and then the target you will put two conditions: is the target alive or is the target dead? And if you, the target is dead, then you will take a whole different uh, scripting path. And it's really a visual way oh, of uh, setting a path. That's Okay, cool. I'm going to have to look into that. That actually sounds very useful. It's a bit painful at first, but it's uh, worth the if you want. It's I think worth it if you want. I to think do, that uh, comes along with everything when you're scripting in Arma. It's painful at first. You know, <laughs> we we could do a dad joke on that, but uh, it, it's, it's. I'm not. <laughs> no, no, don't do it. No, 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 don't do it. Or I'll have to beep you out. But, uh, but, but yeah, it, it's painful at first, and then it, it comes around. You know, um, we'll we'll leave that here and continue on. Okay. <laughs> So <laughs> testing. So uh, what about testing in Arma? I mean, uh, testing is a whole thing. I mean, uh, when I'm scripting something, creating a new, a, new, a whole new script, um, I'm I'm usually always going into the game, opening up the game, and and testing it in real time. You know, um, Paul Pox, uh, can you tell us how to test your commands in Arma three? Well. Uh, very thanks to the debug console on hitting it. Okay, so what what the bug what is the bug console? Well, the bug console is uh, as the name says uh, to debug everything that uh, that makes you to access uh, commands very easily to test. Okay, so you can. Uh, hit some commands in there and uh, and basically execute them uh, I think you can execute them on uh, those three well when you're in in the editor for example you can execute those in the three localities so global local and and server and see right. how they react and interact with the game for example if, if you're uh, if you're trying to uh, move an object, you can set pause that object to to another location and see see it work basically. And and you would say, oh, it's working. Oh yeah, you, you yeah mm. you would you would see it working and and see the reaction and and hit that point where uh, where it's actually the one thing you actually wanted to do and not just a, a bug and an error on your screen. Um, Lou, uh, so what's the, well, no, we, we currently, I was going to go over the purpose of that fe feature, but obviously we just answered that. <laughs> um, what are the, what other tools can you find in the editor? Um, so in basically there's a whole menu in the editor at the top and there's different kind of tools. Uh, what kind of tools can you find in there? 
Oh, I would say Revo is the most uh, talented for this one because oh, he let's enhances go, it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So by default, there's a function viewer where you can use uh, view all um, global functions, you know, from other mods or from uh, Bohemia. Mm. Um, you can read the function headers there, copy the code, and so on and so forth. Then we have the animation viewer, which uh, is, you know, Polpok's uh, expertise. Um, the, we have the config viewer, which we, as scripters, definitely need um, on a daily basis. And other than that, I don't. Yeah, that's it, basically. Nice. So basically, you can view certain things that are uh, not as visual as as actually testing things in the game. You can access a data from the game uh, inside those functions. Uh, for example, the name of the animations. We talked about the animation viewer. Uh, well, you can see the animations and, and make them correspond to their actual name for the engine and, and then reuse them in your scripts. Um, do you, do you guys have other tips for testing? Uh, do you guys know of any other way of testing your code, testing your uh, a certain command? Um, or best practices, maybe? Pro tip would be that if a script uh, crashes a server with 40 people on it, <laughs> it, it is absolutely not a good, <laughs> good one. <laughs> oh, really? Damn it. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Well, uh, it's good that you asked uh, for best practices because, uh, as a matter of fact, we just created a best practices page on the wiki that can be found on uh, Code Best Practices. Uh, that's the full name. And it's a way of starting into scripting, starting into organizing code and good practices as to not make any big mistakes or the ones that would um, make you look for, for it for hours. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll put, uh, yeah, I'm having a look here. Nice. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll put all the links that we're talking about in the in the description. Cyrus, by the way, can you put those links inside the Google Doc way instead of inside the? Uh, oh, amazing! You're amazing. <laughs> That's why you're you're a host here. Um, so uh, we're gonna change topics here. Um, so do you guys? Uh, so do you try to know a bit? That's a by the way, a user, uh, a listener created question. Uh, a lot of those are, uh, have been created by, by listeners. Uh, so thanks to the community for, for helping us create the questions because there was a, a lot to, uh, to cover here. Um, do you try to know a bit of, a, of everything or do you actually specialize in, in something in particular? Uh, Lou first. Uh, um, I try to touch a bit about everything in armor uh, the only things that I don't really touch would be the 3d texturing uh, like add-on creation itself uh, besides that regarding scripting I try to to go about everything but UI okay yeah that um, honestly my you know what I uh, flee from I do everything in armor except just like you except uh, add-on creation the one thing I flee is FSM. Dealing with that shit, I, I haven't put my nose into it for now because I don't like uh, you know things that Look, uh, are hard to to. Well, whatever. I, I was I going. To, I was actually going into another dad joke. I'll, I'll you, restrain you, you myself. You don't like hard things, Flash. No, no, no. You so don't like shut when up. they're hard. <laughs> Sorry, you, Luke, I, I create your I create your FSM and you create my UI and and we're fine then. Then let's do that. 
That's completely <laughs> fine with me. I love UI. Really? How can you? Have fun getting it to work on all resolutions and aspect ratio <laughs> and UI sizes that are available. That's that's the hardest part. Yeah, resolutions and uh, and interfaces sizes. Um, Paul Parks, that's what's, what um, what's what's your uh, how? So, do you specialize in something, or do you go into testing everything in in the Omniverse? Well, try to learn everything is my way. Mm -hmm. But it's actually impossible at all. So, <laughs> so probably actual way is the specialized. Okay, Revo, what about you? Uh, well, I think if you start scripting in Armor, you will at some point, uh, you know, learn a bit about everything. Um, that's that's simply not avoidable. But um, for me personally, I don't. Um, don't know stuff about texturing um, or modeling, you know. So you're you're all scripters, and you don't put your name your your nose into into 3D models that kind of things. Exactly. Okay. Mm. Right. So, so, sounds like space for another podcast in in the future to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll be um, interviewing and, and talking about uh, different mods in the future. Um, just a small hint. Uh, we'll be uh, talking to Bucklot and his terrains, his amazing terrains. So uh, stay tuned uh, about that. Cyrus, go ahead with the, the next question. Mm, all right. So we've talked about what you guys like to do, and we've kind of touched on it. But uh, what do you what do you guys stay away from when you're modding, uh, and and what do you love getting into? Any of you go. Lou, oh. go ahead. No, don't say a thing, guys. Shut up. No. <laughs> so, yeah, but... so you you actually said that you were uh, actually going uh, well, fleeing uh, UI. Is that it? Yes, I can do some, but that would be some basic, and I got the basics on it. But I first I don't uh, need them, and second mm -hmm. I I get that it's uh, it can be a pain uh, somewhere if you have a, a big uh, if you have to do it. Uh, uh, clean. Nice. I see. I, I remember when I started learning UI, it was back in the days where any errors in your description would crash the entire armor executable. Yes, yes and times. I, I gave times. up very quickly. Missing semicolon in description.ext. Ah. <laughs> and then the whole thing just goes. Yes. Bre Breakarma.com. It's okay. <laughs> How about you, Polpox? What do you most fear in armor? Do you fear anything? <laughs> maybe the community. Uh, maybe quite often, quite often, relaunch armor to make mods. Okay, so you you, you fear making mods and the process of actually uh, getting a PBO out and uh, and is that it? Yeah. Opening, uh, opening the source, uh, packing source, and implementing to the game relaunch. Oh, it's not working. Uh, so getting back to You need to, to repackage that. it again and do that again and again. <laughs> okay, it must be an exhausting uh, procedure. Yeah. What about you, yeah. Revo? Yeah. Well, I I avoid modeling. You know, modeling and then config editing. So if you, for example, want to create a new soldier class or something like that. Um, I don't enjoy that. I see. 
I, I remember writing an entire script just to get around that, where you just make your models in, or, or you make your custom loadouts in the corner of the map, and then I had a script that looked for those units and then turned all of one faction into those instead. That must have been a, a big thing. Oh, it was. It was. It was quite annoying for the server at the start of the mission to have to go through every <laughs> unit. But uh, it only that's, had to do that's it once. why you love optimization uh, so much. Oh yes, oh, your yes. experience with with servers is quite bad. I must admit. <laughs> I look. I I learned from that first time, and and I haven't done it again. Nice, <laughs> Cyrus. So Cyrus, uh, do you happen to be uh, what they call a, a server benchmarker? <laughs> if I mean, it resists like, you, it's, it resists everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've learned a lot about big O notation, but uh, I, don't, I don't think we need to go into that here. <laughs> so let's go directly into the next topic, which is optimization. We oh, were okay, talking about we it. Talk uh, about big o. Yeah, we, we, we were talking about that just uh, just now. So that's that's how basically you'll, you'll uh, optimize your scripts and make them make them look better, more efficient, uh, basically interacting with the game and with the engine better and in, in, uh, gaining performances, all that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> Revo, uh, how does one learn how to optimize a script? Through experience, through a wiki page, through how how does one learn that? Well, certainly by by reading um, other others' code, you know, um, look how they do it. Um, but recently, also Lou has provided a new page called Code Optimization, which goes through the do's and don'ts, and basically provides examples. Um, you know, which code is faster? How can you can you write this differently and faster? And it's a pretty awesome page and covers basically everything i'll be sure to go and see that one because uh, I'm, I'm always you know like scripting and then reworking my scripts to make them look better and, and more efficient and uh, i'm always like blocking on on certain things how how do you think that kind of thing because you you need to mm -hmm. think about the logic behind it because if you don't have the logic behind you'll just be looking at your script and thinking it's the best of the world um Lou, did you did you uh, have a mentor, a mentor, sorry, uh, to help you improve your code, or uh, I mean, did you learn that all by yourself? Uh, so bef just before answering the this question, I wanted to thank my fan. No, just kidding. I wanted to say that uh, code optimizations and uh, previous pages uh, existed way before I came to the wiki. Mm -hmm. uh, just that we made some pages. Uh, overhaul like we recreated them in a way with some information that already existed in adding new ones and mostly reworking the presentation and organization um, so I didn't create the code optimization stuff no but I mean did you did you learn it from someone else or from anything uh, else uh, or did you just figure out uh, figure it out on your own I would say, as Rivo said, meaning uh, reading from other people, uh, downloading some scripts and figuring out how it works and w most importantly why it's done this way, and also internet, 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 and try and crash. Try and crash it. Okay. Try and crash it. So experience then. Experience. I didn't have a mentorship, or but mostly different advices from different people 
that would mm -hmm. uh, help me at uh, depending on the issue I had. Mm. How how did you learn how to how to um, optimize your scripts, uh, Paul Box? Um, uh, through through page and both of page and experience for me. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and and of course, both uh, as both says uh, as both said uh, through others' code. Mm -hmm. uh, everything else that uh, I didn't is really useful, useful <laughs> tutorial for everything. Mm -hmm. That's my way. Okay. okay. And what about you, Revo? Um, you know, I when I when I when I got into scripting, I um, watched a tutorial series um, from Smart Tactics on YouTube and uh, it was a series of like 19 videos and it really explained the basics and went from the very simple to the complex and uh, it was uh, really a help getting into it. But I didn't really have a mentor in that regard. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, did, did you have may, a mentor? May, may, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I'm reading through this this page here on the wiki now, and I, I like the first little quote that you've got there. Premature optimization is the root of all evil. I actually think that's a really good point to take home for new players, is uh, get get it to work first. Exactly, yeah. And then worry about making it run well. I had a, I had a, I was, talk, I was talking with, with uh, another creator, uh, which is currently in the process of learning SQF. And um, that guy was so excited about um, learning things and making things work. He had a lot of ideas about uh, how to, how to, what to add to his game mode and all sorts of things. And um, he had one script, uh, one script that uh, he couldn't get to work. So we thought about it together. And um, and at one point, I mean, he was, he he did something right. Uh, it was. It was kind of working, but not entirely. And then he was like asking me, "Hey, can you optimize that script and and make it uh, more more pretty and more efficient?" I was like, "Hey, man, it's not even working yet. So why do you want to optimize it?" <laughs> now let's jump to the publishing of your work, uh, Lou. Uh, um, no, sorry. Let's ask Paulbox. That's a better question for Paulbox. Uh, how do you publish your work? Do you use the workshop? Do you use other uh, other platforms? Um, do you use um, specific tools to publish your work and to give access to your code? If you do, mm, well, uh, workshop is currently my best platform to publish my work, as mm -hmm. well as um, scripts and mods, and. Well, yeah, uh, probably others are don't, but I do uh, like to open my projects as as well uh, as good I can, and so if uh, you'd like to see my see my scripting codes. Uh, just open my PBO, and I would 
I would uh, don't mind at all. Okay, okay so cool. you're you're there the you kind that's, of guy that red. yeah he, he's kind of nice because uh, there's a lot of people out there uh, that don't want people to um, to open up the, the PBOs and and, uh, and actually take um, knowledge from there. Uh, Revo, how do you how do you publish your work? So I have been publishing um, on Amaholic and in addition to that uh, on the Steam Workshop. Um, Eden Enhanced, on the other hand, was also published on GitHub um, for people to see the source code and see how I do things. So GitHub, um, do you do you use that a lot to to share um, knowledge, um, for example? Uh, no, it was actually only meant, or I only wanted to use it so other people can contribute to Eden Enhanced, for example, with the translations. Mm -hmm. But I don't really, you know, upload my code there to to share knowledge. It's, oh. it's a side effect, yeah, certainly. But uh... okay, what about you, Lou? Uh, what about me? Well, Steam Workshop is the the destination because first I don't publish a lot, and second, everyone has Steam because it's a Steam exclusive. Mm -hmm. So I don't see a a reason to to publish it anywhere else. Nice. So, one one question that doesn't really have a lot of link with what we just said, but still, uh, you're, you're, when you guys publish your work out there um, and uh, put it on the internet, obviously you're going to face the community and you're going to face people and uh, people are mm -hmm. actually going to be giving their, their, uh, their, their feelings about what they, uh, their interaction with your script. How do you Revo uh, deal with negativity? Did did you face a lot of negativity with your mods or with your your creations? And how did you deal with it? So fortunately, I I don't have to deal with it a lot. You know, it mm -hmm. happens. Obviously, you can't you know make everyone happy. Mm -hmm. But the first thing, if I you know read you know uh, a negative comment, the first question I ask is this con is it constructive? You know, can I actually improve because of that uh, comment and if i can't then i simply ignore it you know if i can then i try to improve and, and you know fix a bug or whatever it is what about you Popox? did you have a lot of negativity with your mods and how did you deal with it well uh at first uh i've tried to respond as as well as but Eventually, I I decided to just ignore them. Okay, so ignoring is the best solution. Yeah, I think, <laughs> but uh, probably not reputation friendly. I see. What about what did you say, Cyrus? I said that's what mommy always told me in school. You just ignore <laughs> the bullies and they go away. <laughs> they never went away. Okay. Yeah, but, but but I really think <laughs> you, you sometimes need to ignore those comments because you get like, mm. I don't know, like 20 emails a day. You have like uh, 20 comments a week or 30 in Steam. You have comments on Armaholic and it, it just adds up. And if you would, you know, think an hour about every negative comment, then you probably don't have time for other things. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, we talked about the, the wiki a lot, um, but there's other sources of uh, of information obviously if you go to to google you'll find a lot of things but the community is extremely active on two other platforms in armor 3 uh that being the discord so there's an a big 
Arma 3 Discord, on which uh, all three of you, all, well, all of us are, uh, and you can you can find a lot of help on Discord, and you can find a lot of help on the forum as well. Um, Ravo, can you can you give us a? I mean, in 2K19, can can you give us a bit of differences between the two? I know you're active on both. Uh, where would you go to find certain things, and how would you differentiate the both? both of those platforms and how to use them? Oh, that is, that is a very good question. So I had been active, um, I don't know, two years ago, a lot on the BI forums and the mission editing and scripting uh, part of it. Um, and there are some very knowledgeable persons, uh, your people out there, um, you know, answering questions. I'd say if you if you need help quick, you can go in the Discord and just go into the scripting uh, channel or UI editing or whatever it is you need help with. Um, you know, and, and someone will probably instantly answer your question or help you with it. Mm -hmm. um, if it's a more complicated topic, you know, for example, you have uh, like 100 lines of code or even more, I'd, I'd recommend to go on the forums because, you know, you can really uh, get a nice discussion going there. And actually the information and that is the main advantage of the forum is um, preserved over time. So others can learn from it, you know, um, a year after that and so on. I could not have said that uh, better. Nice the, one. The, there's, there's also a lot of threads on that uh, on that forum, though, where someone said, hey, I need help with this, and no one's replied. So quick it's information, Discord, and long-term and for preservation of, of that knowledge is more for the, for the forum. Exactly, yeah. Um, is it easy to ask a question, uh, Lou? I'm asking that to you because uh, you're extremely active on, on the Discord and there's a lot of people on, on that Discord. Um, is it easy to ask a question on, on Discord and where's the, where's the best place for that? Uh, well, it's easy because you just type and press enter. Uh, just depending on the time zone, you may or may not have an answer. Uh, the... It, the, the the server, the armor server, has uh, a lot, some say uh, too many uh, the channels, but if it's a scripting issue, you have the scripting channel that is quite straightforward in giving answers. If it's a bigger issue, some people, uh, myself among them, uh, may help you in uh, direct messages to, to figure the, the solution out. Okay, so... There's a, there's a, a, we can say also on, on Discord, we can actually see that there's a strong uh, community out there that's uh, ready to help people. Um, I'm talking about the vets, for example. You're, you um, and, and others are, are veterans of the series and you're identified as such. And you guys are extremely active to help the community uh, grow. And I mean, single indiv individuals, I've benefited from it, from it. I went to the Discord. I went into the, the scripting uh, channel and, and actually asked my question. And a lot of people were very willing to, to to answer my questions with success or not i mean people are, are good at uh, at uh, teaching or, or or actually terrible at teaching uh depends on who you'll you'll have in um, answering your question but um that was the best part is there was always someone to come and help and and actually just contribute you know give give a bit of information um Let's go on, Cyrus, with that uh, next question you highlighted. 
Mm-hmm. Um, no, just below. No one. Oop, I've lost myself. Where am I? Oh, there we go. So you guys have talked about all the different uh, places that we can like find people. Do you think that there's like a spirit of collaboration on these different uh, places, so on the forum and on the Discord? Do you think people are like willing to work together on there? Oh, well, that is a very good question. Well, I think everyone who is, who is frequently posting on the forums and on the Discord, they all have the same goal to help other people, you know, with scripting, um, with other issues. So, yeah, I would say the spirit of collaboration is quite strong in the community. Nice. Awesome. And so do you think there's, um, there are issues in that, uh, in that sharing? Um, Lou, uh, could, you, could you talk about... The issue is basically in, in sharing code. Uh, have you had experience where uh, people have had trouble uh, when sharing code or to, to get knowledge from others? Uh, depending on what we are talking about here, um, if it's about sharing code to get to to have a, a fresh pair of eyes uh, reading it people will gladly share it on sqfbin or other websites um, but some people and maybe you will have to beep me out on this <laughs> is that some people steal some concepts and um, use it without shame uh, and claim it as their own mm -hmm. this is a, a terrible uh, mindset and for the person that gets its code stolen of course it's not a question of money but it also makes people more reluctant to help others because you might be helping you might be helping um, someone that stole someone else's code and you you have to doubt someone then and before a certain period, um, such attitude was really on a low percentage. And now I think it's kind of growing or it's, uh, it's staying at least. That's exactly where I wanted to go. Um, the IP issue in, in Arma is a really big topic. Uh, so that's a message for, for listeners. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be interviewing uh, big personalities in the Arma community uh, during the next month, uh, we're currently preparing a very big podcast with big mods, uh, with big mods such as Cup RHS um, um, RKSL. Am I saying that correctly? A mm -hmm. RKSL um, mod and and so on and so on. We'll obviously have a, a BI representative. Uh, I hope uh, it's still under uh, under negotiation with uh, Bohemia, but uh, we'll be talking about those issues and how can we actually what's happening or what's happening with with people stealing code and and uh, republishing that to to some platforms uh, with what BI's input on it is how can the community react how is it reacting and and what can be Put into place to try and and uh, you know work on that topic. So stay tuned. That will be an, an episode in in October. I hope, if not in December, for sure. Um, so yeah, that was about uh, people getting credit for others' work. That's a painful topic, but that will be the last topic on our list. Um, conclusion here, guys. Uh, we're we're extremely honored to have you guys on on the show and uh and uh i'd like to ask a question to revo first uh how could the community improve the spreading of that knowledge 
Uh, well, I think they should just keep going like they already do, you know, join the different, um, you know, social media channels like Discord, the forums, and just help other people, you know, share code, use GitHub, use whatever SQF bin to share code. Don't um, keep it to yourself. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, that's 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 it. Yeah. Cool. Don't be Cyrus. Don't have like thirty missions sitting in your documents folder that you're never going to release. <laughs> yeah, publish them. That's that's the worst thing you can do. You spend time, you know, building missions, and then you don't receive feedback. And that's I've done that. I've started like that, and it's just it's not worth it. Lou, do you think uh, there's a, a desire for this? Uh, I mean, do you think there's a real desire for, for sharing the, the, the knowledge inside the community? Obviously a bit, yeah. Uh, and, and do you think there's the, I mean, or do you think that the scripting, uh, the SQF scripter, like you, me, every, everyone in this channel are endangered? Uh, do you think there's still an, uh, uh, in future releases, for example, uh, a future for, for us guys that love scripting. Um, I think what is a bit of a, of a danger for this sharing uh, mindset is what I said before, the people stealing uh, your code without crediting or stealing it and using it to, gr to gather money. That's uh, mm. the danger of, and for the creator himself and for the, the sharing uh, mentality community and everything. Um, what what I want to say is we come from the sharing uh, mentality. We learned from others. We read others' script. We 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 built on that. So it would be pretty selfish, dishonest, and maybe stupid in the in the purest form to simply uh, steal someone's code saying, eh, it's here, so it's free, and I can do whatever I want. It's absolutely dishonest because it is not the mindset, and you were really happy learning from others. So it's a good way to instead give back to to make people all grow together. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Paul Pox, where can people get in touch with you? It's been a real pleasure uh, having you on the show. And obviously, we need to, to do a whole episode on on uh, on what you've done in the workshop, all, all the mods you've been publishing recently. You need to come back and, and talk about all that. Uh, but where can people get in touch with you on social medias, on Discord, that kind of thing? Mm -hmm. uh, probably, I'm really up at uh, Discord, Discord really often, and Twitter, Twitter is probably not recommended because it's really private and Japanese, <laughs> so you can mm -hmm. you can find any any shit that you can read. Okay. So obviously the Discord in priority is that it? <laughs> yep, Pro probably the best way. Cool. Well, maybe forums. Maybe the forums. What what forums are you on, uh, Popox? Uh, I mean, Bohemia Interactive forums. Okay. That's cool. Lou, where can people get in touch with you? Oh, I would say Discord, Discord, and Discord. That would be my top three. <laughs> so join. So people need to join the uh, the Armor Three General Discord and and ping you there. Is that it? Yes, you can ping me there, and if you are part of the Armor 3 Discord, you can contact me directly as I allow the um, direct messages if we share the same uh, server. 
Nice. Uh, Revo, how about you? How can people get in touch with you? Well, uh, just search in Steam for Revo. Um, go into BI forum, search for Revo. Go on GitHub, search, search for Eden and Enhanced, and go on Discord and search for Revo. That's how you can so, get in contact with me. So for the <laughs> listeners, Revo is is uh, spelled R3VO, okay? Because it's not R-E-V-O, R3VO. Um, so if you're looking for him on, on Steam, for example, go go ahead and, and add him on Steam. Um, thanks, guys. Cyrus, I think we can close this. Um, I think we can. As usual, for the listeners, you can find us on uh, both platforms, uh, the Sound, the SoundCloud, and um, and the uh, the uh, Google Play uh, platform. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at uh, radioarma.com. Uh, sorry, Radio Arma, and on our website. Sorry, at radioarma.com. Um, it's been a pleasure, guys, having you. Thanks, Lou. Well, thanks thank you for the invite. Uh, it was really nice. Our pleasure. Thanks, Paul Pox. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I was really nervous about this, but probably I think I get it. You did it perfectly well, <laughs> and it was a great pleasure having you. And thanks, Revo, for, uh, for thanks coming. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. And we'll be saying goodbye now, uh, Cyrus. I think this is the end of this amazing podcast. We hope mm. that uh, obviously this was uh, helpful for you guys. Uh, and uh, and Cyrus, I'll leave you the, the word of the end. The word of the end. The word of the end. What am I supposed to say with the word of the end? Do I just say bye? Goodbye. <laughs> bye-bye, people. See bye you next now. time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>